When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. What's upset you now? I can't stand it when people say they'll call me back in two minutes. And then they don't. <laughs> why is it two minutes? What is, two, what is this? Why have we decided? What committee decided? Oh, it's going to be two We'll say two minutes. It's never two minutes. You do this. You do this to me. <laughs> I call you. I, I'll call you back in two minutes. You don't. You call me back in like four hours. Well, you get caught in a weird sort of thing of like, you know. Why do you say two minutes, Paul? You know you're not. I know you're not going to. So, so basically, you've lied to me. <laughs> A lie is a lie. A lie is a lie and you lied to me. I called you up and you go, oh, I'm going to call you back in two minutes. And you don't. So therefore you lied. And you were never... And it wasn't like... It wasn't like you didn't keep your promise. Because you were You were never going to do that. So you lied. It wasn't like you were going to even try. Have you got a specific occasion in mind? Because you seem to be harbouring some bitterness about this. I think you need to let it go. Well, I just don't know why I have to accept... Why don't you just go, look, I'm going to call you back. I don't know when I'm going to be able to call you back. And I go, OK, I'll forget about it. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I'll tell you why. You've just answered your own question. <laughs> look at you. This is the thing. You're making out that you're sort of like, yeah, I'm just easy, come, easy, go. If you just said that, I'd just be fine with it. You wouldn't. That's the problem. What happens is, if I'd have said, i let you in. Two minutes is basically me shutting the door on you, going, hello, mate, sorry, yeah, can't speak at the moment. I'll give you a call back in two minutes. Okay, bye-bye-bye. If I said, sorry, mate, I can't call you back right now. I don't know when <laughs> I'll call you back, but I will call you back. You go, well, what are you doing? And I go, well, I've just got to. And you go, well, can't you do that later? And I go, well, now I'm having a conversation. <laughs> now I've taken the call. <laughs> That's why you said two minutes is me conversationally slap not slamming the door in your face but why is it two why is it two i've just opened it a little bit the chain lock is still on i've just peered through sorry mate i'll, I'll come back in two minutes shut the door off you go why can't you open the door the door is shut there is no sorry why can't you open the door had i have gone i can't open the door right now 
But I oh. will open it at some point during the day. I can't tell I you exactly when. I, You'd go, oh. well, why can't you open it now? And I go, well, because I've got... Sorry. <laughs> Again, I've got someone in it. That makes it sound really dodgy. I don't know. Let's just, let's just forget about that. I can't, I can't open it right I've got someone in here. What is it? I can't tell you. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? This is right, why I'll, this right. is why I'll call you back in two minutes. Is invented. I don't want to basically I'll end, end up implicating myself in something that is currently isn't happening. Have you got in there, Roman Polanski? <laughs> I show you too much of the ball. You're in. Sorry, I can't call you back. What you are thinking there is that you are, uh, 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 you know, uh, just a, an easy come, easy go sort of person that will accept. I'm a literal man. Okay. I wouldn't say I would call you back in two minutes because I know exactly who you are. You are the exact sort of person <laughs> that if you were taking me to a place I had never been and I said, how long till we get here, You till we get there, you would be the sort of person that would go, uh, it's just there. And it, you go, hang on, that's not an amount of time. You're not telling me wh when it is, where it is. You know, I was just here. Where? <laughs> yeah. Where? When? Where? When? I've been guilty of this, but I, I hate it when it happens to me. When you've got an arrangement, someone's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there for blah, blah, blah. And then they're obviously know they fucked up and that they're going to be a lot later than they needed to be. But they don't want to admit that. So they'll just keep pretending that they're going to be there at whatever time it is. So like, you go, oh, yeah, we need to be there for five. What is it? A gig. What is it? What gig? Well, you're telling the story. Tell the story. So I went to see... Uh, I was going to see James in Manchester. Okay, good. And then, you know, I was just sort of like, oh, um, do you want to come to this? Yes, fine. Okay, we need to be we need to be on the road at five at the latest. Yeah. And then at four, they told me they were sort of just getting to the train station in London to get the train to Winchester to drive to London. Okay. And I was like, you're not going to be here for five. No, no, it'd be about half five. And then it ended up being sort of like, oh, actually, that, that train's delayed. And it's like... Here's a life truth. Those that will be late will be later. <laughs> oh, God, Confucius says. <laughs> oh, God. Is that David Brent? Are you reading that? Are you reading these out of a book? <laughs> Those, I mean, that doesn't actually make any sense. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Anyone that tells you they're running 10 minutes late will be later. Oh, yes. Those that will be late will be later. <laughs> I hate those template template texts that people send you when you phone them up and it's like, sorry, I'll ring you later. Can I call you back? I said this to you. Did you? I said this to you. There's one that says, sorry, can't talk now. And you go, what, what you've been attacked? What sort, of, what sort of template message is that? <laughs> this is exactly what I mean. You ask too much. What do you mean I ask too much? Well, of you or in general? Just in this sort of thing. If you want to speak to someone and they can't speak to you there and then, you're like, well, why can't you speak to me now? You've got Messiah <laughs> complex. You've got, you've got phone Messiah complex. What on earth could you possibly be doing that is more important than taking my call right now? I called you yesterday. You wouldn't answer because you're at the, what's it called? Hair salon. The hair salon. Why couldn't you talk to me? Because you're getting your hair cut. Have you had your hair cut since the pandemic? No, you've cut, been cutting it yourself. It's not It's not straightforward. Everyone's got masks on, the screen's up. You can't then stop taking your phone out. You've got Bluetooth. 
<laughs> what does that mean? You've got air, you've got AirPods. Not in while I'm cutting my hair. I don't go in there and go, hello, mate, great to see you. Thanks very much for squeezing me in. You don't mind if I listen to music while you cut my hair, do you? Oh, I've done that. My friend cuts my hair. I haven't seen him for a while. I was, you know. All right, fine. I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that is why people say I'll phone you back in two minutes. Okay, fine. Why is it two? What I will say in this, because this highlights another point, which is something that does annoy me, which I don't think is an accusation that can ever be levelled at you. I hate it when people all of a sudden find peace. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that you sort of like used to phone up and you know you could sort of like go, oh, do you know what happened? You go, oh, fuck it, I hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you phone up and go, well, you, and, you, and then you phone them one day. I don't know whether they've read a book, they've been on a course, whatever it is, you phone up and go, oh, bloody hell. Tell you who I saw yesterday, fucking whoever. Uh, 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 do you know what? He did whatever. Classic him. And you go, well, maybe he's got, you know, maybe he's got stuff going on at home. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Get on the bus and go. When you sort of like annoyed about something and they try and sort of like play devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. I hate that. Uh, just to be devil's advocate for a second. No, don't. Don't. Don't, I don't, I'm not, this isn't the courtroom, okay? You are a sounding board so that I can get this shit off my chest. <laughs> We're not here for rationality and being reasonable. I just want to call the man a tit and for you to go, yeah, he's a tit. Yeah. That's all you want. That's all you want. It's the worst thing, isn't it? When you phone up to have a good old bitch about someone and the other person's not playing ball. Um, I hate it when your friends change. I know, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Oh, God. My friend's got into, like, cycling, but not just, like, cycling from A to B. Like, he's got the equipment. Those fucking cycling shoes that you you connect to the pedal. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to know someone like that. To me, that's in the same bracket as a list that is getting very large of if you like rugby or you wear that sort of monkey poo green with mustard yellow clothing... And, and if you have those cycling shoes that connect to a belt, let's just leave it there. It's like, and I know, obviously, you went to see The Killers at Glastonbury when I went to see... Um... That was the greatest moment of my... And I know this isn't a place of positivity, and I don't want to bring positivity to you. I know you don't like it, and I don't like it. But The Killers at Glastonbury, when the Pet Shop Boys came out, is probably the greatest single moment of my life. Really? I watched it the other day on YouTube and cried again. I basically cry every time I remember it. But my point is, it's sort of... The reason that I didn't go and watch The Killers, and I have seen The Killers, I like Mr Brightside. I'm not... I, it's, it's music. I put them in the same category as Mumford and Sons, and it's music for people that aren't into music. Right. So it's, ident it's like, I like cycling... I like a few beers. I like a, you know, I like a few beers with the boys. <laughs> and my favourite band, if your favourite band is The Killers, get to fuck. <laughs> You've never had an original thought. It's, it's spoon fed. <laughs> You've never had an original. Why do people suddenly, why is part of the criteria of being friends with Paul that you've got to have had an original thought? <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's just so obvious. You know, I'm out of the weekend. Great game of rugby this afternoon with the lads. Few beers this evening, out in the pub. And I tell you what, when we're out in that pub tonight and Mr Brightside comes on, it's going to go bloody off, mate. Let me tell you now. <laughs> Arms in here. 
Here yeah. we are. It's just... No, it's just not for me. No, I know what you mean. Cycling fits into that, you know, running, cycling, any of those sort of... It's like, I mean, I, I play golf and I know people think that that's boring, but any hobby that you, that you might have that is a mode of transport just lacks something. There's no... You can, you can only cycle or like... What's your hobby? Walking. What? Walking is your hobby. I've been round to someone's house and they go, oh, we've got a lovely afternoon plan. We were out there for some food. We've got a lovely afternoon plan. We're going to go for a walk. It's like, you can't take credit for planning. I fucking walked here. <laughs> That's like... Got a lovely afternoon plan. We're going to be breathing for a couple of hours this afternoon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Walking's not a hobby, is it? No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. I'm not interested in any hobby that you can't win. <laughs> or lose. You know, that's not me saying, like, look, guys, I'm a winner. Yeah, I'm out there, I'm driven. I'm I, I, like. Yeah, we all know you're not a winner. <laughs> Anyone, anyone who's got a hobby that is a mode of transport is. That, 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 I can guarantee you they will own the killer's greatest hits. You, do you know what? By the way, just oh, you mentioned going around someone else's house. I don't know if this is just me, but when I go around someone's house now, I, I'm sorry, I just expect to be offered a cup of tea. That is the least you can do. I went around my brother's house, no cup of tea, <laughs> nothing. Nothing, just didn't think to offer me a cup of tea. You've got to offer a cup of tea, haven't you? Yeah, but I mean, at least when it's your sort of brothers or something, you can ask. Well, I did, and he went, yeah, go fucking make it yourself. <laughs> to be fair, I'm siding with your brother on this one. <laughs> do you know, I, I think you offer a cup of tea, don't you? That's what you you do. Yeah, absolutely. Can I get you something to drink? It's weird, isn't it? Not go, I've not been around someone's house for ages. That's because no one wants you around there. <laughs> but yeah, it's annoying when sort of friends become more re Oh, you have to take your shoes off. When you go out, I hate that. I hate that. No, I'm all for... Do I have to take my shoes off around yours? Particularly in London. Whoa! Like if they did... Oh my God! You're such a weirdo when it comes to London. This reminds me of the time that you... This is mad! Pete, like you've read about London, how everyone's basically a pocket thief. We went and stopped off in a, in a, in a petrol station. <laughs> no, I did not. We stopped off in a petrol station, got out to go into the garage, and you you wound up the bloody sunroof bit, the little, what's it called, the sunscreen bit in your in your car roof. What, so I'm not a convertible. S- yeah, you used to. What's that? You used to. What's that little window in the ceiling? The sunroof. I've never had a sunroof. Right, the sunroof. You can, you you have. We were in a car and you closed the sunroof. And that I was, was and not you me. Said, and I said, "Why did you close the sunroof?" <laughs> and you went, me. "In case someone, it was you." And you said, "In case someone nicks the radio, as if someone was going to fucking jump through the top of your car. So someone was going to jump through the centre of the roof of your car, grab the radio, and then jump out. What are you talking about? That wasn't me. That was another very sensible human. <laughs> you you always say this about London. You. 
You think no, it's no, no, like no, a my sword? point is this though. My point is basically when you're travelling around using the public transport in London, they're filthy. Everywhere's filthy. No, it's not, mate. You don't live in like the Shire in Lord of the Rings, Paul. You live in a city. I actually think it's reasonable. It's reasonable to ask someone how they've got to your house if you live in London. And then based on that, if you go, how do you get in a car? I came on a northern line, you go, sorry, we wouldn't mind just hanging on a second, I'm just gonna put some plastic sheets on my sofa. You wouldn't mind stripping off, would you? I'd, ra- I'd ri- literally rather have you sat naked on my sofa than in clothes that have been on the northern line. Yeah. The tube is filthy. What do you think's going to happen if I keep my shoes on in your house? It's treading germs all over the floor. Well, what, what, what are the germs going to do to you? Make me ill. Why are you so afraid of germs? They're not going to make you ill, are they? <laughs> You're going to be fine. I make a point of eating off food. You look like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I tell you what, I bet you walked into a pub and someone said, bloody hell, look at this bloke, looks like he eats off food. That's quite, that's quite funny. It's quite funny. If you ever did roast battle, that'd be funny. Here he comes. You look like you eat off food. Yeah, no, but I, do, but I, I, do, I like testing it and going, my body can handle this. <laughs> Just gives a bit of adrenaline to my... That's how you should introduce... <laughs> introduce yourself to people in a social situation. <laughs> Go, sorry... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello there, nice to meet you. My name's Sean. Sorry, should just probably address the elephant in the room. I know I look like I eat off. <laughs> Sorry, I know, I probably should say it, but I know every, everyone's thinking it. I, I, this guy looks like he eats off food. I thought, since I have a haircut, all of that will go, but apparently I still look homeless even though I've had a haircut. <laughs> That's so annoying. 